Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. What's poppin'? Think that was my back, it's throbbin'. I was moppin', but now my diggity's droppin'. No joggin', I'ma spend this week just walkin', go a mile without even stoppin'. T-shirt cotton. I used to exercise on the daily, but now my body gets achy. Ooh, back then thought I'd drive a Mercedes, that changed with our first baby. Drive a minivan and it's real spacey, put on 20 pounds of weighty. I'ma be workin' till I'm 80, tell them the plans are maybe. Me and my family got that group chat on the iPhone, yeah I pay for that. Oldest daughter looked like a brat. She is. Back problems, got a chiropractor in town. My wife knows this, she said. Babe, does it hurt when you bend down? It does. Certified khakis, got that fresh press, makes me happy. That seam right down the pant leg, visit dry cleaners on the reg. Gosh damn, got a gold membership at Sam's. No sham, got it for my wife, Pam. Getting bulk deals for the fam. It don't fit, so you got to cram. Getting 10 pounds of that spam. In and out, grab her seat, then scram. This where my head is. I got white shoes and they're very clean. New Balance shiny in my navy jeans. Stunting on dads when I step on the scene. You can just call me Chicago. I got the white socks. They go where I go. Tucking my jeans. Fly like De Niro. Nodding my head and saying hello. My fit is a fashion lesson. Practicality is how to be dressing. Work 9 to 5. You gotta stay comfy. Me and the homies will always stay resting. Gotta cherish the present. Drinking club soda and counting my blessings. My kids stay annoyed just by my presence. Find me that way. I won't come to your wedding. Being a dad can be tough. Nap all day still not enough. PG the only movie we love. Adult content with the kids can be rough. I'm digging this craft brew. I got a beer fridge in the garage and my kids try to get in it often. That's my type of disruption. Underage they ain't getting nothing. Got my own brew. I'm about to get a patent. Brand new car for the wife. A Saturn. Y'all couldn't do what I do. Dad life just for the few. Yeah sure I'll do yard work for you. What's poppin'? Might have been my knee. Not shocking. Drain clogging? No plumber needed. I got it. I'm rocking, Def Leppard the only option. Play my son in basketball, I'm crossing. Left him in the driveway, sobbing. That is the brand new All You Need To Know single, What's Poppin' If Your Dad Sang It. A very popular song that has been around for a couple months now, but it was just officially released on an album by Jack Harlow, a Louisville native, uh, mm-hmm. so a Kentucky guy. And interesting we're some character. Kentucky guys. Yeah, he's a very interesting character. Funny, funny story, real quick. Uh, I remember my dad and I went to a Louisville Cardinals basketball game one time, and they announced Jack Harlow. They said, "Louisville's own Jack Harlow," and everybody stood up and started clapping. Right, mm-hmm. and my dad says, "Who is that?" And I said, he's a rapper from Louisville. And my dad clarifies that thought by saying, oh, he's got he's that guy that, with that one song. I said, yes, that's exactly right. He's the that's guy with the one song. Um, precisely. So that that's just a funny little anecdote. But that uh, hopefully will make the rounds because I think that, uh, of course, dads can can find some relation to what was discussed in that song. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I think a lot of people will enjoy that. So we rolled that out. It uh, doesn't have to do anything with today's topic, but hey, sometimes you just put it in there. We've we've done parodies, uh, you know, throughout our our tenure here at AY and Two K. So sometimes we just kind of stuff it in there and we say, here, take this as well. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, whenever you order a value meal, right? 
and maybe occasionally there's like an extra burger or something. Hey, occasionally you get an extra an extra song. burger. Well, have you ever happened? I mean, I've I, never I, gotten an extra oh. burger. One time, I, one time I went to Arby's. I love Arby's. Give me that horsey sauce. <clears throat> and I, I went to Arby's and I ordered a uh, beef and cheddar. Right? Oh God, I, I go, love a good beef and cheddar. I go through the line and then come out. I get back to my place and I got two Reuben sandwiches instead of my beef and cheddar. Dude. And I don't like I don't like Rubens, but hey, I got an extra sandwich, and so that's what that song was. But DJ, we're not we're let let's let's move on, right? We, we're mm-hmm. spending a lot of time. My name is Quinn Eaton. I'm DJ Pick, and this is all you need to know. Episode 151. We're back. And uh, last week's episode, people sent in emails and and text messages letting us know, hey, I don't know if you guys were aware, but some other people took over your podcast, mm-hmm. specifically Isaac Bayer and Thad Buchanan, mm-hmm. and they basically just roasted us for about 35, 40 minutes. Yep. Yeah. And whenever I say us, 75% you, 25% me, because um, I listened to it. I was like, oh right. gosh, what, what, what happened? But um, any, any, you, you do, should we just turn the other cheek, or do you want to respond to what happened last um, week? I tell you what, I, I, I was fairly angry. I was ready to, to slap back at him. Uh, but after calming myself down over um, the last several days, I feel that it is in my best interest to just uh, extend forgiveness. Sure. And, uh, you know, honestly, I'm more upset with Curtis than anybody else because how right. do you let that happen? How, how do you, you let, let that, that get happen? out? How do you let them hack into the AYN2K infrastructure? That's exactly right. But while you were listening to the episode, I'm assuming you listened to it. Um, mm-hmm. w- w- was there anything that you felt that was constructive? Was there something like, hey, you know what? They're right. Uh, maybe I should change that. Like for me, they mentioned my big nose, my big forehead. Uh, so I'm going to see what I can do about those two things. Are there any, th- any anything that you're going to work on that they mentioned? Uh, you know, I'm going to try to, I guess, speak more clearly. Um, okay. I'm going to I'm going to try to uh, not just give the little the little one word inputs uh, f- here and there. Um, you know, I, the one thing that I will take take away from the whole thing is uh, apparently Thad is a fan of my singing to an extent. So to an extent, yes. So hey, I mean, there's there's positive in everything, Quinn. There are and that's, some We got to pick out the positive. Yes, some silver linings from last week's episode. But I know that they were a little rough on you. I felt bad. I even thought about taking it down, but you were a good sport about it, so I appreciate it, DJ. But let's roll into today's topic because people tuned in to hear about our. Topic. Now, the people voted on Twitter. The poll was back this week, and this is what the people wanted to hear about. Uh, and I think it's going to be a really interesting topic. Um, I'm going to ask you to not do the tell the audience what this uh, podcast is like. I'm, I'm going to give you the week off from this metaphor, so okay. uh, a little early Christmas present, DJ. Uh, but we are going to dive into this topic, which is going to be, uh, I think, something that, especially right now in this time, will be interesting to discuss. Mm-hmm. So, DJ, anything before we slide in that topic transition? God bless America. God bless America. This is episode 151, Movie Theaters. All right, DJ, we have a lot to get to, right? Um, mm-hmm. And I, I can't believe, uh, and I, I think this is just happening every episode that we do now, I have to go back to check to see if we've talked about this before. Yeah, I mean, at this do you, point, do I don't you do really that? know. 
I and and the funny thing is, I have podcast amnesia. I'm sure you do too. Yep. We do the podcast, and then I have absolutely no idea what we talked about or uh, what was discussed. So some sometimes I'll get a message and say, "Hey, you reused a joke from you know three episodes ago." I have no idea what I said three episodes ago. Nope. I don't even know most of the time what I said five minutes ago. Okay. Yeah. No. As soon so, as we get done with the podcast, I have no idea. Couldn't exactly. tell you. Yes, and so um, this is one that I was like, man, I can't believe we haven't talked about this, but here we are, and I'm very excited. Now, the idea of movie theaters, right? Uh, Do you say movie theaters or theaters? How would you say it? Uh, Theaters. Theaters. You want to go to the movie theater? You want to go to the movie theater? Movie theater? I don't think it's theater. Theater is you're putting way too much emphasis on the aters on the on the the and the ater. Yeah, that's true. So movie theaters, right? Uh, it, I, I really do enjoy movie theaters and they've changed over time. Of course, back in the day it was black and white and then, uh, they added sound and now you've got IMAX, uh, Dolby digital all around you, surround sound, all, all kinds of crazy stuff. 3d, which, uh, kind of was a big fad there for a little bit, but I think that's kind of on its way out. Um, I really enjoy the movie theater and I don't know about you, DJ, and I want to, Say something real quick. There's a difference between going to the movies and going to a movie. Do you understand what I'm saying whenever I say that, DJ? Uh, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, Quinn. You are cutting in and out just a little bit, so I'm having a hard time uh, getting what you're saying. Right. Well, we have gone back to doing the podcast remotely, uh, so right. we apologize for any technical issues. But what I said was there's a difference between going to the movies and going to a movie. Does that make sense? Yes. It does. Okay. Well, what I mean by that, and since you already get it, you can kind of just take a break here, is you used to just go to the movies, right? A group of friends might get together and say, hey, you know, I'm not really sure what's on, uh, but let's go to the movies. Let's go see, uh, you know, a a fish named Wanda, or Mm -hmm. let's go see... Uh, the new movie with uh, Meryl Streep in it. I don't care much about it, but let's go to the movies. Mm-hmm. But now I feel like our generation is let's go to the movie, right? Mm-hmm. We wait around for a, a specific movie to come out, perhaps a event, right? You could even almost describe it as an event movie. Right. We wait for that to come out, and then we go to the movie. Does that make sense? It does make sense. And it does make sense. I like having the option, right? Because there are certain movies that... Uh, might be low budget and they go direct to DVD and streaming, which nowadays it's the entire format has changed. There are very great, well-produced movies that are coming out straight onto streaming, which we'll talk about that uh, mm-hmm. in a little bit. But the the idea that, hey, if I want to go see a movie on a ridiculously large screen in a uh, semi-comfortable chair, I have that option. And that's what I like, right? There's a whole process to it. Don't you agree? Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. And so that's what we're going to talk about, uh, at least for a majority of today's podcast, is the process of going to the movie theaters. And in doing so, we're going to be able to kind of touch on everything about it, right? So, DJ, whenever we're talking about the process of going to the movie theater, uh, what are some different steps to that? What are some different steps to what? I'm sorry? Going to the movie theater. Uh, well, I mean, the notes. Y- I, I sent you some notes. You might want to reference the notes that right. I sent you. Right. Well, it, I, I, like I said, having some technical difficulties. Uh, the the radio waves are kind of kicking our kicking our butt here a little bit. Sure. So I, I'm having to kind of decipher a uh, alien kind of message is what it sounds like. I apologize. Um, 
No, 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 it's fine. No, the process. Uh, yeah, no, you gotta you gotta hit the plan first, uh, and you're contacting your friends, or maybe if you're if it's a if it's a date kind of movie, uh, you're trying to set that up. Gotta get the gotta get the time right, and you always know that whatever the show time of the movie is, you gotta get there early because there's sure. stuff that you gotta take care of. You gotta make sure. That uh, pre-movie, you hit the bathroom, you hit the concessions, you gotta encounter if it's gonna be a real popular movie. Is there gonna be a big line uh, that you're gonna have to wait in front of? So you don't. Nowadays, wanna... nowadays you can even order your ticket early. I know for some of those event movies that I was talking about, which which as we do this podcast, uh, a lot of people aren't going to the movies physically, um, and so this is kind of like a nostalgic thing almost, right? Thinking about how we used to go to the movie theater, and we soon will be going back to the movie theater. But let's not get too far ahead of ourselves, right? Because you were talking about the plan. It could you could go to the movies, uh, you know, for fun. You could go to the movies with some friends. It might be a date, which is a fantastic way to do a date, right? You you take them out mm-hmm. and you don't have to talk to them. You just look at a big screen together and then you go home. So that's that's one of my favorite dates. I'll go ahead and say, but. The plan, yes, you're, you're exactly right. Saying, oh, we've got these movie times. Which one works best for our schedule? Uh, maybe you have multiple movie theaters that you can choose from. And you can say, well, there's a 7.15 showing here, and then there's an 8 o'clock showing uh, there. So there's a lot to the plan. But once you get through the plan, then comes the arrival. Right, DJ? So right, right. The af- night of. After... The, the, it's almost the execution, right? You you make the plan, and then you start to execute it. You arrive at the movie theaters, okay? So you park. Uh, something that, I, that always bothers me, and I don't know if anyone else does this, but if I can't, if I'm sitting down in the movies, and I can't remember if I locked my car, I have to go back out to make sure that I locked my car, or I will not be able to enjoy the movie. Really? So what I, what I try to do every time... I go to the movies now, is I turn around, I like hit myself on the face and lock my car. That way, whenever I'm thinking about, did I lock my car earlier? I'm like, oh yeah, remember you hit yourself in the face a couple times and then you lock Interesting. It. That's that's yeah. an interesting tactic that I think many could use. I don't know if uh, many should, uh, but hey, to each their own, whatever works. Whatever floats your boat or cooks your potato. Sure, and I love both of those phrases. And, and the, the arrival portion, right? Uh, you were talking about it. If it's a very popular movie, maybe it's the opening night. Maybe you should get there early. There might be a long line, right? So whenever you right. get there, you have to buy your ticket for the most part. Now, they have the digital option usually to buy a ticket, and then they have, uh, you know, you go up to the to the little, uh, what is that called? It's, it's a box kiosk. office. A box office or kiosk, sure. And you go up and you say, hey, I'd like the I'd like three tickets to... You know, Batman Begins or something like that. And so, mm-hmm. what what do you usually go? Do you go the person to person interaction, or do you just go to the little machine and, and get your ticket? Oh, I go I go person to person all day long. Uh, but I, I I'm a I'm a little old school when it when it comes to that process. Sure. Um, you know, I like that uh, movie experience to be uh, as classic as possible. I do too. Yes, I, I usually go for the person to person. You can o- often ask them questions uh, if you have any questions, um, and then they they hand you the tickets, right? And they mm-hmm. tear. They for some reason a movie ticket goes through like a three part tearing process, right? As soon as it prints, they tear it, and then you take it, and then again whenever you get to uh, you know the part that lets you into the movie theater, they tear it again. There's all kinds of tearing. I'm not really sure what all the tearing has to do with anything. Why don't they just give me the ticket, right? But you get your ticket, right? And you go into the door. You walk into the movie theater itself. 
and just think of the smells, the sounds. What what are some of the things that you smell and and the things that you hear as soon as you walk through the doors of a mm. movie theater? Mm. Popcorn. Popcorn. Yeah. What else? Um, the buttery, the buttery taste, the buttery aroma floating throughout the movie theater. Yes, that's a really good one. The the popcorn. Um, you know you said the, that. the 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 second one that comes to mind is uh uh bo. Really, BO. I mean, a lot of you know BO. you got some yes. real stinky people that come to the movies. Uh, whether it be someone that hasn't showered in a couple of days, uh, up, leading up to the movie, whether it be the workers themselves, maybe mm-hmm. maybe there's a there's a guy mopping up some spilled M and M's, and you're like, golly, uh, maybe he, that guy should take a shower. And we're not mm-hmm. we're not pointing out like people that should you know. We're just saying that these are some common smells and aromas whenever you walk in you also usually see a lot of lights you might hear a movie trailer playing off in the distance right they might have a tv playing movie trailers um it's just a really good feeling and it makes you feel like you're doing something you're really not right because whenever you're at home or or throughout your day you're just looking at a screen right Mm -hmm. whenever you go to the movies you're just looking at a really big screen and you're Mm -hmm. you're seated down it's just like a normal thing that you're doing and surrounded by strangers and you're surrounded by uh, at least thirty to forty people that you have no idea who they well, are. Well, uh, assuming um, assuming the movie that you're watching is halfway decent. Right. You you know I, I have gone to movies where I was the only person uh, in the movie theater. Um, mm. So that that's a great point, DJ. But let's talk about you know the arrival. You buy your ticket, right? What's the next step? Sometimes sometimes you might smuggle in some candy. Have you ever smuggled um, candy? Uh, I have. I have smuggled in some candy because you know what? It will cost you your firstborn child uh, to get that popcorn and a, and a large drink and a, a, a thing of candies. If you, if you Whatever you're into. If it's Twizzlers or uh, some people really like goobers. Oh, I love a good goober. Yeah, mm. I, I love a good goober. But uh, it's expensive. You're right. It, it does sometimes cost uh, not necessarily your firstborn child, but it, it costs a lot of money both for the ticket and for the concessions. I would ticket, say mainly the concessions. Movie ticket prices today. I, I, I didn't mention this earlier. Movie ticket prices today are outrageous. Heaven forbid you show up and you go to buy your tickets for you and your significant other if you're going and it's a date setting and you show up and the movie that you guys are going to see is only in 3D because oh, that's going to tag God. on another three or four bucks. And before you know it, you spend over $20, 20 to $25 just on the tickets, and then you got to go inside and you get a Coke. Now, granted, they give you a two-liter-sized Coke, and you get a bucket of popcorn the size enough and for it, a yeah. family of five. An industrial-sized bucket of popcorn, yeah. Yeah, and it's really, really good. But let us not charge... 15 to 18 dollars for a coke and a popcorn anymore after i just forked out 25 on the movie tickets i mean what are we doing here exactly that's that's a great thought i think a lot of people can relate to that uh what i've heard the reasoning behind why the concession prices are so high is because that's where movie theaters actually make their money uh, so they're not making a lot of money off of the movie tickets themselves. Of course, that's going to the films uh, that Show are produced. Show better movies. And, that's yeah, all I got yeah, for you. And, but, but you're exactly right. Why is it that if I go to uh, you know, a convenience store, I can get a box of goobers for $1.40, but at the movie theater, they're $6? Why is it that I can go to the grocery store and buy a box of microwavable popcorn for like $5, and it gives you 12 bags of popcorn, and then you go over to the movie theater, 
like a small bucket is like usually $6 and then a large bucket you're paying $8 and they always do that thing hey it's only 50 cents more for the medium hey it's only 50 cents more for the large no I just want the small just give me what I ordered you know if I wanted the large I would have said that it bothers me hey I'm glad you got whatever you just said off your chest but all I got was microwavable and five dollars Okay, that's and that's all you really needed to hear, DJ, so you're in good shape. But the concessions themselves sometimes have a line. So like you said, you have to be ready to wait in lines until you finally get to the movie that you're actually seeing. Right. Um, and so that's just part of the movie theater experience. And some people are like, ah, oh, I hate all of that. But that's something that I, I kind of like doing and, and I'm longing for uh, in, in this time uh, to go back to a movie. I have been to the movies once since everything happened. And now we, mm -hmm. we have never... Through, throughout this entire year, we have never said that word because we're not going to, okay? No, we're not going to, no. We're not going to. But through this entire period of uh, the human existence, right. 2020, I have been to the movie theaters once this year, and I saw Tenet. And, uh, you know, everybody was spaced out. It was it was, it was was actually very good. Um, so I, I, do, I do like, I remember, I think a lot of people can relate to going to see uh, the Avengers in-game movies, right? Ugh. Or Avengers Infinity War and then Avengers in-game. And you're in a Oof. movie theater with a packed audience. That yeah. can be good, right? But it can also be bad. So let's talk about once you get into the theater itself, right? So we're just talking about the building right now. Yeah. But as soon as you walk in, you, you walk down the aisle and you find, you know, Theater 4 or Theater 7, whichever whichever one you're supposed to show up in. Yep. The seat selection. Where Pivotal. do you think is the optimum or optimal seat selection in a theater i personally like about six to eight rows from the top dead center dead center so you're a little you're a mid guy uh i i personally like to go about three quarters of the way up in the center of the aisle i i really like mm -hmm. uh you know, a seat that's right there, smack in the middle, to where I'm not—I don't feel like I'm looking down at the big screen. And right. especially, you know, for those front row Joes that like to sit up and have their uh, have a cricked Bl neck the entire blows my time. Mind. I, I don't understand that. And, um, and here's another one that I, uh, I'll throw out there: the people who go and find a corner in the top left or top right or bottom left or bottom right corners in the movie theater, they're not there to watch the movie. No. Get out of here. Yeah, I think we all know why they're there. You're exactly right, DJ. But the seat selection is uh, pivotal whenever you're going to see a movie. And I was mentioning that because, uh, you know, if you don't get there early for a, for a packed house, then you're going to be in one of those uh, less desirable seats. You might be in the front row. You might be stuck in a corner with, uh, you know, a young teenage couple that aren't there to watch the movie, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to be very careful as far as seat selection. But once you kind of get settled down in the seat, uh, you know, depending on how long you before the movie starts that you get there, uh, that that's the part where you're just kind of waiting and uh, the excitement kind of builds, right? And, you know, if you're there with friends, you're like, oh, I wonder if this is going to happen. Ooh, you know, I, I, I think that this might happen. Stuff like that. And that's that's mm -hmm. a fun part of the movie experience. Absolutely. And, and then all of a sudden, DJ, lights go off. Yeah. And you, or they dim. Baby, you lock the doors and turn the lights down low. Yes, for the movie. And so... Right. Uh, you, you, you're sitting or there the and people you're like, in the corners yeah you're you're sitting there and uh, you're like oh, okay the movie doesn't start right then DJ though what starts right after the lights go down the second most exciting part of the evening which is the previews 
you like the previews. Oh, I love the previews. I think that the previews, it depends on which movie theater you go to. But if they're going to show 10 to 15 minutes of previews, I mean, come on, right? I, I, I'd like to see one or two previews uh, because I do like to see, ooh, what's coming up? What, what might I come back for? Um, but the movie theaters that show four to five back-to-back before the movie starts, give me a break. See, I, I disagree. I want to see, by the time I get done, I want to see a movie and a half from the trailers wow. that they tag on. I, I'm all for it. Give me 20 minutes of previews if you've got it. Do you know why they are called trailers? Uh, no. Because, and, and this is just me, you know, showcasing my extensive knowledge, but, uh, and this is not supposed to be, I'm not trying to be cocky or anything, but they, sh- they call them trailers because in uh, the first period of movie theaters, they showed them after the movie. They trailed the movie, and so that's why they're called trailers. Wow. Is that something? That, you know I, that? Hey, you know what? They say that you learn something every day, and I don't. Um, I learn something like maybe once or twice a month, once a, once but or that's, twice a month, here, yeah. this is one of those times. And so that is, is something that some people like, some people hate, the previews, the trailers. But uh, I agree. Uh, a, a well-placed and uh, appropriate uh, trailer is is very good, but I don't want them to take too long. That that's only that's my only nitpicky thing that I'm going to put out there. But after the trailers, uh, finally the movie begins. What you're there to see uh, starts. The anticipation is is finally uh, amounted to, and you get to see what you paid for, right? And so yep. the only bad thing about the movies, right, is you can't control the people that are around you. Okay. So you can't pause the movie if you have to go to the bathroom. Uh, there are people that are around you that might talk, might laugh, might kick your seat. There might be people with their phones out. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the thing that a lot of people don't like about the movie theater, right? Right. Hey, the, you mentioned people having their phones out, and that's something that I would I would like to kind of hit on here. Sure. Um, can you imagine... I, I just, I don't know when exactly, I guess, did that become a problem? I would assume around the late 2008, 2009, 2010. When, I would say when so, you, yeah. Because, I mean, I just can't imagine in the 1980s you show up to a movie theater and you've got somebody sitting in the row in front of you and they're just, they pull out this flashlight and just shine it right in your eyes. Right. I just don't. That's how it used to be. Yeah, they used to have people in there, you know, shining the flashlight and saying, "Hey, you're gonna have to put that up." Now it's just like, "Hey, we're gonna stick you in this uh, in this big box with a big screen in it, and we already gave you food. We gave you a trough. The popcorn box practically has a a thing you just put around your neck, so you don't have to use your hands, and you can just eat it like a Mm -hmm. like a horse or or some sort of cattle." Um, But but you're exactly right. Uh, I'm sure people do do. That's a good question. Do people long for? Uh, you know the movie theater attendant with the flashlight coming through to tell people to, to you know settle down things like that. That's a, that's a good point, yeah. DJ. But you you watch the movie right, and uh, you know that, that that's one great thing about it. I think being in a movie theater allows you to be around people. You know you don't know them, 
but <laughs> life's strange paths have all led you to that same place for a couple of hours. And it means that uh, if you're there, you're you you most likely enjoy the same types of movies. Uh, right. Maybe you 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 like the same types of actors and. Being able to react to the movie with a large group of people is one of my favorite parts about going to the movies. What about you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you hit one of my favorite things is going to a comedy, and there are multiple parts in the movie where the entire theater just bust out laughing. Yes, yes. Where uh, I, I know I've talked a lot about superhero movies uh, in this episode, but. Uh, I remember that one part. Everybody knows what I'm talking about in the latest Avengers movie, uh, and everybody just got hyped, right? People oh, were clapping. The, people the, were, yeah. were putting their hands up in excitement. Yeah, um, those are the cool. things. Those are the things that I think are going to keep the movies around for a while, right? But uh, mm. we'll, we'll get to that in just a second. After you watch the movie, um, you know you've got the departure, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe you talk a little bit in the movie theater afterwards. You you watch the the credits roll. Uh, there might be some sort of catchy uh, song that plays as you get to see all the people that worked on the movie. Um, mm-hmm. Do you like after credits scenes? Is that something that you know interests you? I I do, uh, especially like with the Marvel series. Yeah, it's a it's a must that you stay until the end of the credits to see if there's any after credit scenes because that leads you to whatever movie you may see next within the next one to five years. It's it's a little bit of a teaser uh, as mm-hmm. far as whenever you wait for the after credit scene uh, to, to show itself. And it's not, is it worth it? I mean, you sit there probably for five to 10 minutes letting the credits roll through. And then it's like, five seconds of uh, a character that was in the movie. Maybe maybe they weren't in the movie, and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. wow, that was crazy, and then you get up and leave. I, th- I think that, I mean, I'm the type of person that always stays just in case, and it seems like every movie ever is now going to have an after credit scene, thanks to Marvel. Um, but during that period, you, you know, you're allowed to talk, and you can say, man, what did you guys think about that movie? One of my favorite things is, uh, you know, you can, it's tough, and I'm not going to admit to it, but sometimes if I get concessions... I'll leave it there on the floor. I mean, they're going to clean it up, right? They have to. And and it makes me very ashamed to say that because most of the time I do pick up my garbage, right? And then I take it out. It's not that hard. Just pick up your garbage, throw it away whenever you're leaving. But there is that option, and I feel like a lot of people choose to leave their garbage behind after the movie is over. Right. You're talking about trash, leaving trash behind. Yes. Okay. Like, you know, maybe you got a box of popcorn... Uh, and uh, a drink or something, and you just leave it in the floor. Okay. All right. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I've gone both routes. Um, it is definitely easier to just just let that go uh, from your life, sure. like, a, like a ship departing from the dock, um, and just that Beautiful. you don't have to worry about it ever oh, yeah. again. Um, but, you know... Somebody has to. I mean, somebody's got to sell the ship, right? So. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, and, and afterwards, you know, maybe you do a little bathroom break. Uh, you know, you talk about if you went to the movies with whoever you went to on the way out to the car, maybe you're discussing, man, I loved that part. What was your favorite part of the movie? Those kind of conversations. What was your favorite part? Oh, I thought this was the funniest part. Things mm-hmm. like that. I really cherish those conversations post-movie. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so the question that... Uh, we have left to answer, right? There have been a lot of things come out 
in this recent year. Uh, and there is a question looming above the movie theater industry. Will movie theaters go extinct? Right. And I think mm -hmm. that whoever is listening to this episode will most likely be with us in the things that we've talked about, how we enjoy this. You know, it's a little expensive, but it's part of the experience. And, you know, whenever you whenever you go into a building or something like that, it's like Disney World, right? They've got you, right? They have got you. So you, if you want a pretzel, too bad. You're going to pay $8 for it. If you're at the mm -hmm. movies and you want popcorn, too bad. You're going to pay $10 for it, right? So mm -hmm. there are some drawbacks. But for the most part, the movie theater experience is one that I think a lot of people enjoy. So will movie theaters go extinct or or do you think people, uh, moviegoer, uh, connoisseurs, will keep the industry alive? I, I don't think that movie theaters will go extinct because, personally, I think uh, date nights for people who on first dates will keep movie theaters open forever sure. until the end of time. Do you because think there's no better way to spend a first date than to avoid having to talk about yourself and avoid those awkward conversations by sitting shoulder to shoulder just munching on some popcorn watching a movie and being silent. So you think the dating scene will keep movie theaters alive? Mm-hmm. Yes. And you were talking about how it's a great way to just kind of like uh, for a first date. Do you think the most awkward first date is probably bowling? Right? Did you say bowling? Yeah. I mean, you know, your first date, you don't really know the person. And so, like, you know, every so often you're walking past each other, like, great, great bowl there, you know, stuff like that. Well, that's probably pretty awkward. And you, th that's a lose lose situation. Uh, because if you, if you suck at bowling, then you're unimpressive. But mm. if you're really good at bowling, how impressive is that really? Like, right. at that point, the other person's got a question, like, why are you this good at bowling? Like, sure. Do you bowl often? And if so, why do you have so much time on your hands for this hobby? Exactly. So yeah, bowl, bowling bad idea for the first date scene. But I don't. I personally don't want movie theaters to go extinct, right? But part of me thinks that there are there are not going to be a lot left after everything that we've gone through. Uh, in recent news. Uh, a lot of movies that were supposed to be released in theaters are going straight to the streaming service HBO Max. And that's caused a lot of, uh, as we say it in the AY2K, controversy, right? right. So uh, I think that right now that's probably the best thing to do. But long term, I don't want that to be a normal thing. I like I like streaming. We've talked about streaming services before. But mm -hmm. movie movies are meant to be seen in the movie theater, right? So you can react with people. So you can pay $10 for popcorn. Uh, all those things are meant to be experienced in a movie theater. So I right. personally hope that movie theaters do not go extinct, but of course it doesn't look great at the moment. But I think it's been uh, just, a, just an awesome conversation to look back on movie theaters, be appreciative of movie theaters, because... Like I've said it multiple times today, it's one of my favorite things that, uh, you know, that you can do. Just, you know, hey, you know what? I'm not doing anything, uh, you know, Friday night. I'm going to go out to the movies and I'm going to see yeah. this. And it's it, yeah. it's nice to have that option and I'm hoping that that option isn't taken away. Yeah. So, no, I, I, would, I would like to be able to, to take my kids to the movies mm, at wow. some point. Maybe my yeah. grandkids. Man, so you're tugging at the heartstrings of a lot of people. You might you might have just caused a couple people to tear up there, DJ. So I hope that you're okay with that. But I think we've covered movie theaters to about all we can. It was a very uh, good conversation. I you know I'm not going to brag on ourselves, but I liked the way we laid it out. It was like we were actually going to the movies. We went through the process itself. So um, 
if you have any other closing statements regarding movie theaters, if not, DJ, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. God bless America. God bless America. So you got two of those in, and I hope God does bless America. Uh, and this has been uh, episode 151 of All You Need to Know. We covered movie theaters to about 95%. Uh, my name is Quinn Eaton. I'm DJ Pig. And that's All You Need to Know. This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at all you need the number two no zero zero at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and tune in every Wednesday because here at AYN2K, we've got you covered.